Hello and welcome to the replay with L&L for the week of October 30th. October 30th is misleading though because now it's, no, we are recording in November. We're in November. And which it's means 72 degrees outside. Yeah, we're on the other side of Halloween. On the other side of Halloween and I'm on the other side of the East River in Brooklyn. Deep in my apartment. <laughs> in Allie's apartment, which is decorated yeah. perfectly. With yeah. It's got, it's got a lot happening right now. Yeah. We have a theme party about to happen. Right. So. Right. So there's things everywhere. Um, right. But Halloween is, I'm going to hot take, Halloween is the number one holiday in the NBA. Yes, I would agree. Okay. Um, I would totally agree with that. It seems like every team kind of has like a blowout party. Yeah. Like when did that start? I, th- I think it was just like Paul Pierce used to do it solo. I <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe, but like, how long has Nick Collison, we talked about this last week, how long has Nick Collison um, been throwing his Halloween party? Yeah, Slash, like, how long has he been in the league? Like, 20 Uh, years? Yeah, (laughs) Nick Collison has been in the league for 20 years. And you're right, he has been throwing that Halloween party for a long time. And then I feel like it got kicked into a totally different gear post, like, every player having Instagram. Right, right. It became, like, a thing. It's, It's a big thing. Yeah. Well, and people go... What do you like more? I mean, I think it's kind of fun when the the NBA players do something with their families or their wives. Yeah. Like Tristan Thompson and, and Chloe. Oh. I don't know if that was fun <laughs> so much as it was terrifying. But it was like, they went all out. Yeah. They went I all just, out. They did go... So the Cavs, basically LeBron... It seems like LeBron hosts it, right? I, I feel like LeBron hosts it. Yeah. So LeBron hosts it. Last year, obviously, they had the cupcakes with like... Three and one or whatever. Or the band like, was called three and one or something. It kind of looked like it was like uh, the cupcakes were yeah. three and one. And then it kind of last year kind of looked like it was in like a middle school gym. It totally did. <laughs> but LeBron like hosts it, goes all out. Then I think it just has gotten like more and more insane. Right. right. And this year, Chloe and Tristan were terrifying. I think. Um, but definitely went all out. Yeah. Because the Kardashians, in general, go all out for right, Halloween. Right, But then, my favorite costume at the Cavs Halloween party was a thousand percent J.R. Smith as the Coneheads. <laughs> so true. I loved... Did you watch the Coneheads? Like, with yeah, the original? Yes, yeah, yes, I did. Yeah. I was so into the skit that when the movie came out, I, like, freaked out and made my mom take us. <laughs> the Coneheads. I forgot he was the Conehead. Yeah, I mean that was my, that was probably my favorite. LeBron's LeBron was scary, but it's like it's kind of not that exciting when you just put on a mask. Yeah, I mean he couldn't even dance floor makeout. No, can't dance floor makeout. Definitely. Um, I mean, Tristan and Chloe were definitely dance floor making out. Same with Steph. Yeah, they yeah. were dance floor making out around all their swords around yeah, their, totally. their waist. Um, and you know who solo went, was pretty intense was John Wall. Oh yeah. Like, I don't even think they had a party, but he was all he was like all out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my absolute favorite thing from Halloween was Inez Cantor's tweet. Did you yes, see this? Yes, you explained. Um, I saw your thing in and, there. And and the step I think we did a little write up about it in the step back. Mhm. Um and yeah, basically he was taking Brussels sprouts and wrapping them in Ferrero Rocher <laughs> wrappers, which honestly really would have burned me as a kid because I love those things. <laughs> You didn't love Brussels sprouts? Not at the time. That no, Brussels like, sprouts is so niche. That's like peak uh, bully yeah. to a child, right? Like, is there anything meaner you can do to a kid? I mean, that's just going to ruin some kid's chocolate. Halloween forever. 
Or ruin the Ferrero Rocher brand. It almost makes me wonder if he comes from a family of dentists or something. Great question. Right? Wow. Deep. Deep. Deep pull. Um, yeah, I liked Steph, who did sort of the dress up for the game. That was clearly, he like did it for the gram, and I thought right. it was funny. Right. Um, Draymond's reaction was good. Right. Nick Young as Prince was horrifying. <laughs> But amazing. Blouses. And like days later. Was that a later gram or did he just dress up like that? I don't know. It's very possible that again he felt like he missed the boat so he just threw it on on November 1st and put it on. What were you Um, for Halloween now? um, I was in fact Hoodie Mellow for Halloween. Did people know like what you were? Um, The people that I want to be friends with knew what I was. That is like a great... um, Filter. Right. Like, your Halloween... If people don't get your Halloween costume... Then get away from get me. Get away from me. Then get away from me. Yeah. There was someone else at the party I went to who was said he was hoodie mellow, too, but I think he was just wearing a hoodie. Like, he had no... He didn't have a jersey on or anything. And yeah. We, and I was like, mm, I don't... Did you see the kid who, um, that I sent you who had a yeah. cookie monster hood what a hat on? What Over, a, yeah. a genius. Cookie Mellow. Cookie Mellow. Do you think Maybe Mellow will, will go to that level? Um, do I think Mellow eats cookies? Yes. Okay. Do I think that he'll dress up as a cookie next year? Honestly, based on his performance this year, I'd say anything goes. Oh my god. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Costume. His costume was just like, again, he looked like a... Something I couldn't stop laughing on our last podcast. A museum. It was so, it was so weird. Um, the other thing, did you dress up for Halloween? No, I did not. Ellie. Although I guess I sort of, I sort of did. I had a 30th birthday party because I'm very old and sophisticated. But it wasn't your, to clarify. No, yeah, yours. it wasn't mine. Um, I'm not that old, Jesus. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but I, uh, I did wear a Hillary Clinton sweatshirt. Great. Which I felt like was a... I was basically... So you dressed up as yourself, as a liberal. I dressed up... Um, I feel I feel like I was like where we all wish we were, oh. or uh, October 2016 oh. was what I was dressed up oh, okay. as. Okay. Which I feel like is fair, right? Yeah. yeah. It's so, fine. Living okay. in the past. True, true, true. Um, all right. Anything else on um, Halloween? I mean... So we... I feel like coaches don't dress up enough. Coaches didn't dress up, but someone did have an interesting outfit this week. Russ, Russell Westbrook had, you know, he always wears interesting things. He does. That outfit that he posted this week, he looks like the Kim, gray. Kim Jong-un. Yeah, he does. <laughs> can't get over Why did you whisper? <laughs> because I feel like it's a conspiracy. Oh my god, he totally does. I was, honestly, when I saw it, I was like, that looks like someone I know. That's exactly but I the thought I had. But I couldn't place it. He looks like Kim Jong-un. A little bit more like Kim Jong-il, I Okay, think. but yeah, you get the idea. Fair enough. But, Kim, but yeah. I'm almost wondering if he's trying to give subliminal messages to... Yeah. The dictator of North Korea being like, hey, Dennis Rodman isn't the only one out here that you can I was going to say, like, basketball diplomacy seems like might it's huge. Be, if Donald Trump had ever seen a basketball game, he would know. It's huge. You're so right. It's so huge. You're so right. Clearly he likes basketball, and he likes basketball players who dress weirdly. So it's like, send over Russell. Totally. Russell could, like, get some work done. I agree. I agree. And maybe, like... Never mind, I can't say. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> Woo! All right. Uh, Russell, we're counting on you, man.
Don't hate the Brody. Patch up all those. He could teach them all about the Brody and like what it means to be a Brody. Oh, oh, oh my God. I can't believe I didn't mention this. Can you picture him saying like you're a Brody? Yes. Okay. Wait. The thing I didn't mention is the best part of Halloween and maybe my favorite costume ever, which is that Ray Westbrook dressed up as As Russell Russell Westbrook. It actually, Come on. it was too easy. It, it was, was too easy. Um, it was like, uh, 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 which, does not compute. Like, which, what? Which led me, which leads us both to question how many times Ray has dressed up as Russell for Halloween. Because in all of his 26 years, I have a feeling this wasn't the first. God bless Ray Westbrook. God bless. He's the gift that does not stop giving. He could go over to North Korea, too. That's true. Fix Send everything. the Brodies. Send the Brodies. <laughs> um, Send the Brodies. That wasn't the only big thing this week. Sort of outside of um, basketball, I found a new love in the form of a very small man named Jose Altuve. <laughs> 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 like we're gonna say playoff baseball because that's my new love. Well, that is, yeah, but, yeah. Tell me more. Um, because I saw him in an after in like the post game interview. Uh-huh. I've been watching it like on and off, and it, right. it's been really good. Right, because playoff baseball is uh, it's really pretty epic, yeah, completely yeah. different. Yeah, and so he goes. I literally love Justin Verlander, and I thought that was like the funniest thing I'd ever heard, and I kept saying it. Three days later. They show up in the locker room with Jose wearing that on a shirt, and then Justin Verlander is so saying, cute. like, I love... I literally love yeah. Jose. Yeah. I That is so cute. I, I did know. see that, but I didn't realize it came from that interview. Yeah. Somebody was like, how do you feel about Justin Verlander? And he goes, I literally love Justin Verlander. <laughs> it's so cute. I can't stop saying it. Um, but it was a big win. Big win. Full disclosure, because, again, I watch baseball, like, two weeks out of the year at the very end of the season. Um, I was on the Dodgers bandwagon, like, all the way. Wow. I don't know why. You hate, um, cities in recovery um, who need a little pick-me-up? You know what? I work in production in the media. Maybe it was, like, because Larry King sits behind home plate on every... Liberal media. I, no. I don't know. Um, I just, like, like the Dodgers, and they have Chase Utley, who used to play for the Phillies. Um, oh my god, but you, you Philadelphia people and Chase Outlay. We love Chase Outlay. It's so aggressive. I heart. Um, yeah. But yeah, so, but I am happy that the yeah. Astros won. And actually, it was fun because the entire Sixers team was at game five. Which was amazing. In Houston. And yeah. which was amazing because they were all like confused. Like mm-hmm. half of them were wearing Dodgers jerseys, half of also, them were wearing. Also, Chris Paul hopped on the Astros oh, bandwagon. He got on the Astros bandwagon. Quicker than anybody. Yeah, it's like, bro, you lived in LA three minutes ago. So true. And you know who I bet? He dropped them like a hot tamale. Who would have been the biggest Dodgers fan in the world this year? Lil Chris Paul. But he's a bandwagoner hard. You like Lil Chris Paul. I don't think I, I like, do Lil like Lil Chris, Chris Paul. You hate Lil Chris Paul. I think I hate Lil Chris Paul. I think <laughs> like he's very, I think he's uh, very entitled. Millennials, man. Millennials, he's Gen like, Z, whatever he's they gen, are. He's Gen, like, what comes after Z? ZZ? ZZ. <laughs> he's Gen ZZ. Easy? Easy ZZ. Um, yeah. But uh, we were inspired by two things to sort of um, focus on our next topic. One was the Astros winning. Right. Um, the next, the other was a uh, former Kansas star and miracle maker, Mario Chalmers. Who so, right? So you might go so ahead. You, well, you you may remember. I believe it was our our Twitter episode. 
I don't remember An which episode, one. You know, if you're a real fan, you Maybe know. it was a Kansas. <laughs> maybe it was a Kansas deep dive yeah, or something. Yeah. But I ended up on um, Mario Chalmers' Twitter feed, and it turns out he is very vocal about his um, astrological sign. Yeah. And he, we just checked his Twitter feed again, and he, in September, retweeted multiple times from a Taurus account. Yeah. That is basically like, let, like, let Tauruses be stubborn. They are who they are. <laughs> like, really, like, important. He is who he is. Stuff like that. And I can relate, because I am a Taurus. So, uh, what are your thoughts on astrology? Um, okay, so my thoughts... On astrology, um, I will read my horoscope if I ha- happen to have a magazine or or like happens to be lying. What kind around of magazines do you read, Ali? Um, like Sports Illustrated. Do no, okay, no. Um, I don't know when you have when you're like at the airport or like nail salon. Nail salon. I'll read my horoscope and kind of be like, oh. I feel really bad for men that they don't like get to they don't like go to nail salons and like hang with friends and read magazines. I mean, they couldn't. They just they totally, choose they, not yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. They feel like a stigma. It's just rude. Yeah. Um, so, no. Like, I will read it in passing, in okay. short. But, like, I do try and see if it aligns with my life at all. Yeah. Um, how about you? What are your thoughts? Well, I'm a hardcore astrology believer. Are you? Yeah. Are you in the 25% what of, am I wearing of right Americans now? that believes in astrology? It's only 25%? According to the Pew Research Center. Wait, that's not very high. It's one in four. Wait, like more people, more a higher percentage of people one than that believe... One in four people in Brooklyn believe in astrology Wait, and everywhere. Wait, but like more people than that believe that Hillary Clinton like murders people. I mean... Wow. If that's not a testament to what's wrong <laughs> with the media, I don't know what is. Okay, okay, tell everybody what I'm wearing So Allie, upon starting this podcast, was like, wait, I have the perfect outfit, and ran into her room and is wearing this, like, pink... It's red. It's red. (laughs) T-shirt that has Leo, very nice letters spelling out Leo on the side, and then on the back, it has a big question mark. Exclamation point. Exclamation point. (laughs) I thought it was, like, an enigma. Never mind. It's an exclamation point. Leos are... Very obnoxious. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm a triple Leo. What do you mean? I'm a Leo. You can, you have like your normal sign, which is, and then you can have like your uh, sun, like your rising. And so it has to do with like day you're born, but then also time you're born and like year you're born in. I'm Leo across the board. Wow. Trips Leo. Trips Leo. Yeah. I didn't even know about any of them. Oh, I'm so into astrology. I, and depending on like how I'm feeling about my life, if I'm really happy, I won't like read astrology very often, but if I'm going through like a rough patch, there was a time in my life when I was reading Chani Nicholas, the horoscope, the the astrologer. Yeah. I was reading her every week. I have a friend who we were so into astrology, she had to stop reading hers at the beginning of the week. And she was like making life choices based on it. Wait. So she had to start reading it at the end of the week to like reflect on what had happened. Wait, so I, so that was, I came across this phrase in our research, planet by the planet. In our research, in our research. Planet by the planets. Wow. And people live their lives according, like. I don't know. I read this one woman, Susan Miller. That so you, Susan Miller. So let's give our let's give our listeners just like a, a, a minute download overview. on yeah, the yeah. astrology world, and then we'll and then we'll show them how it connects to the NBA. to the NBA. Okay. So basically, astrology. You have the casual. You have like the newspaper little dailies. Right. You have your Cosmo, whatever, and it's like, oh, you'll have 
you know, this sex position because yeah. the Mercury's in <laughs> retrograde. Um, but then you have people who are like full blown astrologer. Right. Right. Okay. So the two sort of most prominent one or two of the most prominent ones, one is Chani, who I was just talking about. She does weekly, which I think is much better. Susan Miller though is like the astrologist to the stars. And to a lot of people in, like, the fashion and arts and entertainment industries. And so her horoscopes, A, they're monthly, which is, like, ridiculous. Right. You can't predict a month. That's she, crazy. I read mine today. It was yeah. four pages exactly. long. They're so detailed. It'll be like, if you're looking to buy an electronic device, do not that get is, it at Best Buy. Exactly. <laughs> what? She was <laughs> like, you should buy, you should shop in November, and you should buy toys for the kids. And yeah. I was like, what kids? Yeah. No, it's so hyper-specific. Chani is just more like psychology a little bit. Right, it's much better. Hers, I read, but both people of them are today. crazed. People Chani are crazed. More Susan inspirational. Miller. People are crazed. Susan Miller and Chani like disciples. Chani, you can book appointments with her for a full reading. Oh my god! And it's like a months long wait list. Have you tried? I might know people. Do you, who have. Do you want me to? <laughs> it's really expensive, but you get a discount if you work at a nonprofit. <laughs> oh good okay it so how amazing. does this relate to the NBA if you're a believer in horoscopes then it means that sort of like you think that people have certain characteristics right. based on when they're born right. and so if, if I were a coach of my NBA of an NBA team I'd want to know all my players signs I think that would be wise to Agreed. know right just know what you're working with yeah and know like Oh, those three are water signs, and like these two are fire signs. Right. Like, how's this gonna mix? Wait, how's so, my starting five gonna happen? So, can you explain to me really quickly, like, which signs are not supposed to mix? Um, Am I getting too into the nitty gritty? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not Susan Miller. Um, you can run like compatibility tests on all of them. Okay, but generally, they they group sort of the. So the water signs are Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. Okay. And then fire signs are Aries, Leo, Sagittarius. Earth are Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn. And then air, Gemini, Libra, and, Aqu- and Aquarius. And I think it's that um, fire and... I'm going to get this wrong. Some of those don't mix. That's what I thought. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, for sure that's true. Like, two... So, basically, a Leo and a Leo, that's a disaster. It's, like, two fiery. Two fire signs are usually, like, right. really So, tough. it has to... A good mix would be, like, a, a fire, fire sign a, with maybe, like, air. a... Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. We'll talk more about fire and air later because I have a very special thing to share with you. <laughs> okay. So, we're just going to show you guys why this is so important by going through a couple of players. Yes. Um, so, we picked yeah. one rookie, one veteran, and one coach, which I kind of fudged a little bit on that one. Yeah, that's fair. Um, you want to start us off with your rookie? Sure. My rookie, who's actually, like, balling out, right? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. He's, he is balling out. Jason Tatum. Yeah. <clears throat> He's a Pisces. Hmm. And what does that mean, you ask? Tell me. So, Pisces... I know it's a water sign. There you go. Pisces are compassionate, adaptable, accepting, and devoted, which makes a lot of sense. Jason Tatum had a single mom. Yeah. He has that, like, really inspirational yeah, story. Yeah, that's a good point. And... Adaptable. He's adaptable. 
But if you're a coach and you're looking at he or a teammate, he's also oversensitive, can be indecisive and self-pitying. So you have to like work with that. Right. But if you work around those things, like he's really going to be there for you. Yeah. Right? That fits. That fits a lot. I feel like we should write scouting reports for the NBA on astrology. Because also if I'm like, if I'm competing against him and I know he's oversensitive, I'm just going to start like Jabbing chirping at him, him hard. That's so true. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Did yeah. you just come up with the best business idea? <laughs> um, star hoops. We can call it star hoops. Oh my god. <laughs> um, I'm looking at his um, Cosmo weekly. Yeah. How's his week gonna be? Um, what should he do this weekend? Push away your tendencies to merely dream and wish about an idea and act now. Act now, Jason. That, that makes a lot of sense. You're a rookie. You're like, a rookie. don't waste any time. Do your shit. What's his uh, sex position this week? It doesn't say. <laughs> Good. He's like 20 um, It says go for it even if you have a few run, if you are going to run into a few risks. Wow. They're all so fucking vague. Yeah, but like, <laughs> that's, that's why it makes You can't read them everybody. all in a magazine. It's terrible. It's so true. You got to just read yours. It's so true. Okay, so my rookie was Lonzo Ball. Yeah. Who is a Scorpio. Okay. And Scorpios, I believe... I felt like there were a lot of basketball players who were Scorpios. Yeah, I had a, I, I came across a few. Um, so they are loyal, passionate, resourceful, observant, and dynamic. I mean, he clearly is loyal, or he, he would have been like fuck most, you. And that was the first, and that was the first characteristic for Scorpio. Wow. He is so loyal. He's, I would say he's observant too because he's just like okay. Here's my crazy father yeah. over here. I'm just going to sit back and, like, watch him just, like, stir the pot and whatever. He's also observant because he's a point guard. you got to see the floor. Love it. It makes a lot of sense. Um, his his bad qualities, um, apparently he's manipulative. Interesting. Actually, based on who his father is, that makes sense, yeah. maybe. Um, suspicious. I've been suspicious of him <laughs> and how good he's going to be. And that shot, honestly, his shooting form, suspicious. Um, obsessive, obviously obsessive about basketball. Yeah. That's why that makes sense that a lot of basketball players would be obsessive. True. Because they've gotten to that level. Fair enough. Um, so, yeah, I think that, like, actually Lonzo is very Scorpio. I hope everybody's realizing how powerful this is. <laughs> My bet was Men in Ginobili. Okay. Who's a cancer. Um, mm. And... Water sign. Coincidentally, one of my uh, some one of my former roommates who I lived with for two years, and we had the same job, so we spent like literally all of our time together. Mm-hmm. Is also a Cancer, and it's just one of the like most steady sort of loyal people you know. Just and like I, Manu, right? Just like Manu. So I think, and Cancer loyalty is one of their first things. Mm-hmm. Dependable, caring, responsive. She's a she's a middle school teacher. He stayed with the same organization. He's, I mean, I can't even yeah, with the cancer. That makes a lot of their, sense. Their their weaknesses though, they can be a little moody. He's like he's, he, a, he's little, a little moody. He's definitely got a tech in its day. Yeah, yeah, a little clingy. Um, wait, this his... clingy. He's clearly clingy. Like, let it go, dude. <laughs> I thought you retired. <laughs> How crazy is this? I'm reading. This, okay, I'm read reading it. the Cosmo thing, and it says, "Keep working hard this week because you're raking that cash in and getting even closer to that long-term financial goal, aka retirement." Yeah, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and it says, "But do be careful not to push yourself too far because you're old." Yeah. <laughs> As there will be 
be no productivity at all if you have no energy to do the work because you're old. Stop. <laughs> this is amazing. Are we telling the future? We're telling the future. Oh my god, nobody knew. Oh, unbelievable. Wow, we've revolutionized the game. Screw advanced analytics. I feel like this I is feel the new like, money ball. Here's the thing. You know who would pay us to do this? Who? Who hates advanced analytics so much? And is a raging weirdo idiot. <laughs> Phil Jackson? Charles Barkley. But yeah, Phil Jackson probably would too. Phil Jackson definitely. If we could get Phil Jackson, Do you think Phil, Phil Walton, yeah. and Charles Barkley to invest, to invest in, this, in this, we're done. done. All right. Who's uh, your vet? Um, my vet's James Harden. Crazy James Harden is a vet, but that's fair. Yeah. Um, he's only 28. I know, but he's been in the league he for a while. He feels like time. he's yeah. been. That's true. Um, I mean, his so, trade, when there were all those things about how long ago his trade to Houston was, yeah. on like the anniversary of it, I was yeah. like, what? He's only 28, I know. Um, so he's a Virgo. Wow. Which, um... Wah, 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 wah. My little brother's a Virgo. August? Yeah. Late August? Late August. Um, so they are analytical. My little brother is very analytical. Observant. Yeah. Helpful. Reliable. And precise. I mean, I can't... I can't describe... My brother anymore. I don't know James this is, No, but, but it, it makes sense because observant, yeah. he's, a, he, again, he sees the floor yeah. really well. He's helpful. It's helpful when you score 40 points. That's helpful. <laughs> um, reliable. He's reliable to score 30 points. It also seems like he is pretty analytical. Like, he, themes, he seems yeah. thoughtful about the I game. I think he is pretty yeah. thoughtful about the game. Um, and then his weaknesses are skeptical, fussy. He does seem so, so fussy. fussy. Um, inflexible, Fair. cold. He doesn't. He's he's. You can't cold. even see his fucking smile. <laughs> like, of course he's cold. So I mean, I think that says it all. Wow. And um. Okay. I don't, I'm I don't so even excited. know what his. Yeah. I'm so excited for my next one. Oh, tell me, tell me. My coach is obviously Steve Kerr. <laughs> I obviously did this for selfish reasons. Steve Kerr is September 27th. He's a Libra. And Libras are diplomatic. His dad was fucking... Sorry. <laughs> like, True. worked in the Middle East. True. I mean, give me a, like, give give me me a, a break. break. He, he had, like, four of the biggest stars in the NBA last year and made it all work. Yeah. I mean, yeah. wow. Diplomatic, yeah. Graceful. I've never seen a more graceful. He is a graceful. He's aging gracefully. He's aging gracefully. <laughs> Peaceful, again. Peace yes. in the Middle East. Brings to her. Please. Idealistic. He's very I, Popovich Kerr 2020. Mm, yeah. Um, <laughs> hospitable. I'd go to his house. Totally. <laughs> okay. His weaknesses. Superficial, vain, indecisive, Ooh. and unreliable. He doesn't seem unreliable to me, but I could see him being vain. Like, he looks good. Like, he's totally. got to be doing something. Totally. He's tanning. He's, he's tanning. He's tanning. Um, the unreliable thing could go to, like, how he's, you know, sometimes he's not able to coach because he's he's in deep back pain yeah like that's unreliable right that is unreliable okay (laughs) that's pretty good so but the main reason why I did this was to see if we were a love match so let me read you a little bit about that do you have like an astrology app you're putting this no I took screenshots oh god I should get that okay being situated two signs apart in the zodiac, this is terrible writing, Leo and Libra experience a deep understanding of the inner workings of the other. When the lion's unbounded energy mixes with Libra's natural sense of harmony, this is a romance of great balance. Libra calms and soothes Leo's flamboyance. As a couple, Leo and Libra are well balanced. Libra lays on the charm and good manners which tame Leo's direct and acerbic personality. 
Wow. <laughs> I don't even know what half the things so mean. that was a love letter to Steve Kerr. Hi, Steve. Okay. Well, we knew that. We knew. We knew. You were we knew. I, just had um, to, I just had to go there. That was that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so my last one isn't a coach, and he's really not even on the basketball scene anymore. But Joel and B. I was going to say about him, seems so I was, um, felt right. Um, Sam Hinkie, who, by the way, I couldn't even find his real birthday. Just had December 1977. So I just took a stab at it and guessed it's probably Sagittarius. Fair. Based largely because Sagittarius, as you pointed out to me, only had two characteristics. Um, and one of them was the, the positive one was independence. Yeah. Uh, which trust the process independence go do your own thing it's true it's true um and then the weakness was unemotional feels right feels spot on spot for on. sam hinky i mean guys if you aren't bought in yet guys i don't know what you're real. doing it's science i don't know it's, it's actually called a pseudoscience it's, it's <laughs> yeah but the pseudo there means real um, okay, so we're going to play a quick game to close it out, mm-hmm. where we quiz each other on based on our deep knowledge of astrology <laughs> and our deep knowledge of the NBA players, Right. what sign we think people are. Okay. Rapid fire. Shoot. I'm just going to start spitting them out. Okay. <laughs> I'll start. Ready? Okay. Um, Boogie Cousins. I think Boogie's a Leo. Yes, he's so a he's, he's an exclamation out. point. He's an exclamation <laughs> point. The hand gesture on Ellie right now. I wish you could have seen it. Oh man. Okay. Um. What about Joel? Um. I think he is probably an Aries. Interesting. That's a that's fair. He's actually a Pisces, which weirdly makes sense. He's pretty adaptable. He moved from Africa. Okay. Oh, and I didn't even tell you what Boogie... He's, wait, Boogie is a Leo. I knew it! <laughs> <laughs> that was a duh. Like, come on. <laughs> okay, great. Okay. Um, All right, so Joel's a Pisces. Yeah. Not, he, he's, uh, he's adaptable and he's imaginative. Mm-hmm. Both duh. But yeah. he's also pretty lazy and he seems very escapist. Does aren't those things don't very they feel escapist. very right? Yeah, where is he? He's, I don't know where is he escaping to. Um, okay, hit me. Um, uh, Matt Bonner. I think Matt Bonner is an Aquarius. I feel like that's a pretty good choice. Okay, um, he? he's actually an Aries. Ooh, he's an Aries, um, which to me makes a lot of sense because. I don't know. I think Aquarius and Aries to me are like pretty similar. Yeah. Oh, independent and generous. He's very optimistic and enthusiastic. I gotta be honest. This was on the back of my first sheet, so I don't think I looked at Uh, Aries. I might have chosen Aries. Okay. It's okay. Fair, fair, fair. Um, Okay, LeBron. What did I pick for LeBron? I mean, it's so good. What do I pick for LeBron? Um, I actually put. Hmm, that doesn't seem right now that I'm putting this. I put Aries also because there's negative things. He's moody, self-involved, and impatient. So there are some... What's funny? And I think he's independent. I think he is all those things too. I think he's courageous, independent, and generous. So now listen to the traits of what he actually is. Okay, which I me. think I actually don't... Sense. I feel like I'm not doing as well at this as I wish I was. <laughs> um, Capricorn... Okay. He's responsible, 
patient. Okay. The patience one is, mm, is a that's balance. That's questionable. Yeah, it's questionable. Ambitious, he's very ambitious. Like he right. started a global empire right. outside of his basketball career. Resourceful, again, starting that. Indeed. Yeah. yeah. And loyal. Like all of his friends are his friends from the time yeah, he was like Yeah, but like loyal, 12. that loyal to me because he's like. I think his loyalty is complicated, but he went back to right. Cleveland. Right. And then his entire management team is his friends from the time he was like 14. Right. Okay. Okay. And then his weaknesses, though, which I think are, are right, are dictatorial. I feel like that's, that's a little bit what yeah. Kyrie sort of was yeah. alluding to. Inhibited, conceited, distrusting, and unimaginative. Hmm. The last one is... Distrusting. Yeah. Think about that relative to Kyrie. Think not, about that. It's also not a word I hear very often. Yeah. So. It might not be a word. This is from like astrology zone. <laughs> Astrology.com. <laughs> Uh, okay. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Okay. Okay, your next one um, is Perry Ellis. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's silent? I'm gonna say he's a Sagittarius. I feel like that's a re- that's a really good guess. He's actually a Virgo. Oh, because he's such a fucking Sagittarius. Um, he's a Virgo, which is like that's again, also, yeah. He and my brother are very similar. Analytical, in some ways. helpful, yeah. reliable, yeah. precise. A he little cold. Seem, he, yeah, actually, all right, fair enough. Little fair cold. Enough. Little cold. Okay. Could fair. have a little bit more personality. Fair, fair, fair. Yeah. Okay. What's my next one? Um, my brother has personality, and I love him. He does. I've been talking about him being a Virgo. That's why he I does. wanted to say that. And I know he listens. Hi, brother. Um, okay, your next one is Dirk. You gotta know this because then you gotta love match. Stop. That's so much. Pressure. Although I love matched you with somebody else, so don't worry. Um. Oh my god, this is so much pressure. What if I get it wrong? Oh, is he? Um. Is he a Gemini? He is. Oh my god. What? <laughs> That's amazing. Because they're energetic, clever, imaginative, witty, and adaptable. Yeah. But then it also says that he's superficial and red. I could see this. He's devious. Yeah, he's he's a little little devious. devious. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, That's great. All right, hit me with another one. Um, Let's do Charles Barkley. Ooh. Um, If you got this right, he'll invest in our startup. Okay. (laughs) NBA Um, stars. I think he has Leo elements for sure. Yeah. So I would definitely not be surprised if he were a Leo. Right. Um, but I sort of want to go with Scorpio. He's actually a Pisces. Pisces. Which is a water sign also. Mm, okay, okay. So that makes sense. Um, yeah. I'm trying to find my Pisces. Compassionate, adaptable, accepting, devoted, and Im- he is imaginative. Yeah. Then he's o- accepting. Too. Oversensitive. He's very sensitive. Yeah. Indecisive, self-pitying, lazy, and escapist. He's Joel and B. They're the same person, and they're both Pisces. Holy shit! It's so it makes so, it makes much, so sense. much sense. I'm gonna faint. Okay, last one. Um, last one. Oh, for me, for me. Oh yeah. Sorry. Last one. Um, Kevin Love. I think Kevin Love is an Earth sign, and I'm gonna say that he, he is an Earth sign. Is a Virgo. He's a Virgo. <laughs> We're getting so good at this. Okay, Kevin Love is a Virgo, and let me read you your love match. When Taurus and Virgo come together in a love affair, it's a union of innate practicality. So not super hot. 
both of these signs employ practicality in their daily lives as the most efficient means to the most problems. It's so true. They can be quite sincere and devoted to one another as people both have a great deal of integrity. (laughs) Like, come on. Spice it up a little. I have so much integrity. It's so hard. All right. Wait, that makes sense. We would live really practical lives in a more banana republic together all the time. Does not sound like the worst. I can't believe he's dating a supermodel and um, okay, last but not least, let's see, who would be the most fun here? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Doc Rivers. Whoa. Ooh, I need to... That's kind of tough. That is tough. Um, actually, I think I, I, I feel like I have... I think he's a cancer. That's a good guess, actually. He's not? He's, he is also a Libra, so you could actually maybe be soulmates with Ooh. Doc Rivers as well. Yeah, you know, wouldn't be he the is, worst. He's dipl- I, although, I don't know if any of these r- ring true for him. Diplomatic, graceful, peaceful, idealistic, hospitable. For, for Steve Kerr, that felt like that was, like, perfect. You like, know, Doc, I guess he is diplomatic. Yeah, I mean, he had a lot of big personalities, too. yeah. He's pretty peaceful. He likes to get... No, he gets him a lot of... Okay, he's very angry. Idealistic in that, like, the Clippers are... Mm, yeah, have a chance. Gotta be oh. helpful. All right. Well, that was the most fun I've ever had. That was amazing. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Bye.